Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. Yeah, I, cho- I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office! Not gonna be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, fuck you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Hi, welcome back. It's Mike. This is the High Fives Podcast. If it sounds a little bit different, it's because it's me alone in a basement recording my thoughts about albums and songs I liked in 2020. Hopefully you're still sticking around and you haven't been annoyed enough to leave and you want to keep hearing more of my nasally voice and my music suggestions. The next album is and band was a band recommended to me by my friend Dave. He sent me the album to check out with a quote saying, they started off as a Joyce Manor ripoff, which I took it to mean he didn't like it, but I later found out that it meant I should check it out. Uh, He brought it up again, and I decided, yeah, I probably should check out this band. Uh, Turns out records that are pretty damn good and don't sound anything like Joyce Manor, although they may have sounded like Joyce Manor at some point. Um, if I were to pigeonhole them, I'd say they reminded me of the screamo bands in the nineties that I started going to see at all ages shows, but a little bit more polished, um, more along the lines of touche and more, um, this is an album I wasn't expecting and I'm super glad it made my way into, made its way into my world. It was tough to pick just one song, um, cause the album is one of those albums that just flows. Uh, it really isn't about singles. Uh, it's more of a flowing piece. So I went with the track sometimes, and I guess based solely on that, I had to pick one song. Thanks, Dave. I feel like I've been waiting for this release for a while, seeing as the single Love a Liar came out in 2019. It is now December 2020, and the album just came out. So admittedly, I haven't got to spend that much time with it. That being said, what I've heard and what time I have spent listening to it, I really enjoy. I think it's more a little bit more rocky than the last album, and lyrically it uh, suits aging folks like myself. Uh, I was torn between the song Doing It For Love, because of that sweet Thin Lizzy-esque riff, and Love A Liar. But ultimately I went with Love A Liar because even after a year, if it comes on, I crank the volume up. And uh, that's the sign of a good track, I think. So... This is Red City Radio's Love a Liar off Paradise. Up until stage four, I wasn't a super huge fan of Touche Amour. In fact, I was pretty late to the party. But after that album, I fell in love with the band. Um, and I'm incredibly shocked that they were able to follow it up with such a great album. Lyrically and musically, they built on stage four. And front to back, it hits all the right spots. I decided to go with the track Reminders because it really hit home for me. Sometimes I do need reminders of the good and bad in my life. 
And that's probably true for a lot of people. So this Touche Amour reminders off Lament. Before I even start talking about the next band, I'm going to admit that I have no freaking idea how to say their name. I'm going to guess, and I'm basing it off phonetically <laughs> spelling out the letters. Uh, I'm going to take a guess, and hopefully I did get it right. The band's from Montreal, and the band is Uburu. Yeah, that's my best guess at it. Uh, hopefully I did get it right, and if I didn't, maybe someone will let me know how to actually say it. Anyway, one of the things I miss most about record shopping and the digitization of music is you rarely take a chance judging a book by its cover. And I know we're always taught don't judge a book by its cover, but one of the fun things about record shopping was walking into the store and seeing an album on the shelf, looking at that artwork and just being like, you know what, I'm just going to try this one. I think I know what it's going to sound like. And it was a 50-50 gamble. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I came across Uberu in a similar manner by just going through uh, iTunes one night and I caught the artwork. I figured this is the kind of band I want to listen to. Uh, what can I say? I'm a sucker for skeletons and dark imagery. Um, I kind of assumed they would be metal and probably some sort of doomy sludge metal, which I'm not always a big fan of. Generally, I think if I'm going to listen to that, I'll listen to Black Sabbath. Uh, but I guess Uberu fooled me because they took the catchiness and occult imagery of 70 Sabbath, the riffs of Thin Lizzy, and they ran with it. It's a solid rock and roll album. It's super catchy. The song I chose was called Spacecraft to Your Dreams, and it's off their self-titled. So to recap, we started off with Record Setter, the song Sometimes Off, I Owe You Nothing. Red City Radio, Love a Liar, Off Paradise. Reminders, Off Lament by Touche Amour. And Spacecraft to Your Dreams, Uberu, Off Their Self-Titled.
garbage as ours. And we look at it, and it's absolutely beautiful. There's absolute beauty in that. And I've begun to expand my awareness to be able to look at the universe as it is and see what is called the horrible beauty of it. There's horror and beauty in all of it, because there's decay in all of it. I mean, we're all decaying. I mean, I look at my hand, and it's decaying. And it's beautiful and horrible at the same moment. And with that, I start to see the beauty in it. I'll never notice what you see in me Don't you know you shouldn't live a liar But if you wanna take a chance on me I can tell you that my heart's on fire But you my bitch, my little, my queen Give me just a little time to show you what I mean When I tell you that I love you and I don't want you to leave But this energy is killing me I'll tell you what we need right now I think we just need each other
A few years back, Nate introduced me to a band called Lost Love. They're from Montreal, and I've been a really big fan ever since he did. And Nate, being the friend he is, also introduced me to the solo project of one of their members. Gihim, and I can't promise I pronounced that right, but uh, I'm sorry if I didn't, put out an album this year called Born and Bored. It came out in February, and it got some heavy play by me in the early days of lockdown life. Uh, it really seemed to set the tone as I drove to work down empty streets, trying to shake the feeling of impending doom. The album is infectious, and while it strays from the lost love punk rock sound, you still see those elements. Uh, it's not just a punk singer ditching the full band to put out a singer-songwriter album. Like I said, it really stood out as one of those albums that got me through the early days of chaos, and it's why I chose the song Downward Spiral. Uh, I distinctly remember pulling into a job site and sitting in the parking lot thinking about how fucked it all was out there, that I was building stuff, and the world was in this downward spiral. Here's Guillaume, Downward Spiral, off, born and bored. In June, Nate and me were lucky enough to invite Jason of Western Addiction into our virtual world to do an interview which broke our long-standing rule of not doing interviews unless the person was in the room. I guess there was a plus to 2020 because it forced us to figure out how to do this podcast remotely. Anyway, back to Western Addiction and Jason. The interview was great. Jason turned us on to some great bands that we hadn't heard of. We also got to discuss Fail Bray, which is the album they had just released. Much like their other releases, Fail Bray is filled with witty, intelligent lyrics that hopefully make you think. Musically, it's a great melodic hardcore album with killer riffs and... I really dig the vocals. I would argue that this album is a little bit more polished and melodic than previous Western Addiction albums. And to me, that was a good thing. I know some people aren't into that, but uh, it really kicked it up a notch for me. And I enjoy them a lot more now. Uh, there's Shades of Propaganda, Painted Black, and Good Riddance. I decided to go with the song They Burned Our Paintings, which I think is about the degenerate art movement. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's my take on it. Yeah, so this is Western Addiction. They burned our paintings off Fail Bray. One of the cooler things about this year was the resurgence in people's love for ska and ska core. It's been brewing for a while, but 2020 saw some solid releases pave the way for a growing popularity. Personally, I discovered a bunch of these bands through Skatoon Network socials, where Jer was carrying the banner for a number of new bands and the genre. There was also the awesome Ska Against Racism comp put out by Bad Time Records and Asian Man Records. And there was a Brooklyn Vegan article about ska, which I did not see see coming. Once the hipsters are into ska, you know it's real. All in all, it was a great year for the genre, and I'm glad to see it get some respect again, and not just seen as some frat boy fad. And one of the best releases that came out was Killing Kins Can't Complain. I know it got a lot of hype, so I was excited to hear it. And when I heard it, it reminded me a lot of the first Flatliners album. There was just enough punk, just enough ska, just enough pop to keep me happy. Check out Ignorance is Bliss, which is my go-to track for the album. Uh, the albums can't complain. The band's Kill Lincoln, the band, and the song is Ignorance is Bliss. There were a lot of albums that kind of got screwed by COVID. Um, and Seth Anderson's We Could Be was definitely one of them. It's his follow-up to his one-week records debut, and it didn't disappoint and both Nate and myself are huge Seth fans, not only as a musician, but as a person. If you ever get a chance to see him live, I highly recommend it. He's really captivating. And like I said, he's just a really good dude. Um, I really expected this album to blow up. Uh, but it came out right as the pandemic started shutting down touring and, and promoting the album was basically impossible. Personally, myself, I think it's it changed how I looked at the album as well. I didn't give it as big of a listen as I normally would have. 
at the time I was pretty numb and couldn't bring myself to enjoy things like music, books, TV, or anything. So while I liked We Could Be, it kind of got shoved to the side. That being said, over the last few months, I started revisiting the album, and oh my, is it good. It kind of really suits the situation now. Ironically, we're going back into a really dark period, almost similar to the beginning of this pandemic, maybe even worse. Um, hopefully, I'm a little bit more mentally stable with it all. But uh, And I'm also thinking that this album might be the comfort food I need. I went with the song Take Away the Sad because I'm really hoping it takes away the sad of this year. Anyway, Seth Anderson, Take Away the Sad, off we could be. So to recap, it's Guillaume with the album Born and Bored and the song Downward Spiral. Western Addiction, They Burned Our Paintings off Fail Bray. Kill Lincoln, Ignorance is Bliss off Can't Complain. And Seth Anderson, Take Away the Sad, we could be. Enjoy these uh, these tunes and we'll... We'll see you in a in a little bit here. Driving by in the city, my eyes are focused on the traffic. My mind is racing, going places way ahead of where we are today. Or well, anyway, same folks asking for change, same fake smiles again. I'm sorry, but I've got a
super stoked to find out Red Scare was putting this out because that label rarely disappoints and the seven year wait was well worth it because Sad in the City is a great addition to the Broadway Calls collection. The dark lyrics and undertones are the perfect pop punk soundtrack to 2020 and right from the start with the track Never Take Us Alive you are set on a journey through Sad City. Since its release I've hopped around with my favorite tracks but right now Radiophobia is my go-to so that is what I'm going to play. So this is Radiophobia off Sad in the City by Broadway Calls. This next pick is kind of a cheat for a couple of reasons. And if you listen to our podcast, you know we like to cheat a little bit. Um, It's a cheat because it's a split. And I said I wasn't going to do those kind of things. It's cover songs. Uh, If you haven't guessed, the album is West Coast versus Wessex. And it is the Frank Turner No Effect split. This is easily one of the better cover splits i've heard both frank and nofx made their songs their own and took songs they know and love and made them sound like songs written by their bands i'm guessing if you listen to this podcast you already know enough about nofx and frank turner that i don't need to go into depth about them but if you like them i suggest you check out this album i decided to go with no effects cover of the ballad of me and my friends which is a song i often played when i used to dj and i chose frank turner's cover of scavenger type so here is west coast versus wessex full disclosure i'm a huge fan of the suicide machines first two albums i still listen to them all the time some of it might be nostalgia but i i never really got over those two albums uh, anything they put out afterwards hasn't really hit hit me in the same way but revolution spring brought me back big time it has enough of that nostalgia 
of those two albums, but it still sounds new enough and not an attempt to recreate them. Again, this might be one of those albums that suffered a little bit from COVID and at the time it came out, so you may have overlooked it. I would suggest giving it a listen. I went with the song Well Whiskey Wishes because whenever I hear it, I find myself singing along to Do You Believe in Those Wishing Wells. So that's the Suicide Machines, Revolution Spring, Well Whiskey Wishes. When we did the episode on Tony Hawk, I brought up how the Muslims should have been on the new soundtrack. And I'm still here beating that drum. If you haven't got into them yet, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. Gentrified Chicken is filled with tongue-in-cheek political lyrics. It's fast in-your-face punk rock with tracks like What's My Race Again, Punch a Nazi, and Call the Cops. It was hard to pick just one song to play by them, but I had to go with Blame It on Muhammad because it fucking rips and it's the intro track and it sets the tone for the whole album. Uh, You should really get on the Muslims train. Uh, I think they're a rad band and they bring something different to the genre. So that uh, that's Broadway Calls, Frank Turner, No Effects, Suicide Machines, and The Muslims.
this year moving on a band that i really dug this year was a band called bad nerves and they put it a self-titled album uh bad nerves seems like a throwback to the punk bands of a different era they sound like the kind of band that one night's playing your friend's basement or a cd club and then all of a sudden they're blowing up and they're playing a stadium and they've got that exact same feeling they're fast aggressive but somehow still catchy I just can't uh, say enough good things about this album. I'd really want to see this band live, and I'm glad I stumbled across it. I kind of think Bad Nerves are what people thought the Strokes were supposed to be. Uh, Not a knock on the Strokes, because I sort of like them, but these guys seem more like the real deal. The album's a must-have. Band's Bad Nerves, self-titled. And the song I chose was Baby Drummer, which has a Ramones-like feel to it. Check them out. And pick up that album. Teenage Halloween are a band that I kept hearing about throughout the year. When their album came out, I was super excited because what an album. Teenage Halloween have described themselves as a gay, angry, power pop band. 
and the New Jersey group does not hold back on this album. There's shades of all sorts of that New Jersey pop punk sound, but also uh, a little bit more garage and power pop to it than those. So it's so there's a blend of that kind of sound. There's got to be some sort of term for that kind of music. I guess like indie punk, maybe. I'm sure someone's made something up. Anyway, there's a sense of chaos, and yet despite this, it sounds full and smooth. If that makes any sense. Um, I feel like this is one of those bands that if you get to see in a sweaty club, you won't regret it. Also, I'm a big fan of the album artwork and the name Teenage Halloween. Both are pluses to an already great band. Make sure you check out their self-titled that's Teenage Halloween and the song is Stationary. I guess sticking with my Halloween feel and self-titled album feel, the next band I want to talk about is a band called House Ghost. House Ghost is a band I stumbled across I believe via Instagram, which is a weird way to discover music, but uh, I saw the album artwork and it looked like a vintage Halloween decoration. Even more interesting was that I found out it's a pop punk project featuring Nick from the Raging Nathans and his sister Kyla, and it was put out by Rad Girlfriend Records and another cool label called Cat's Claw. And while there is a horror theme, they aren't necessarily a horror punk band. It's more along the lines of garage pop punk than a band like, let's say, Horror Section, The Lillingtons, or TBR, or even The Misfits. There's lots of cool stuff on here. It's a great album, and uh, it's pretty clever. I went with the song Yellow Wallpaper, even though it was a little bit different, but it was such a great closing track, and it really stood out for me. So that's House Goat. Sorry, that's House Ghost, not House Goat. And the song's Yellow Wallpaper off their self-titled Before I talk about this next band, I want to say thanks to Simon from the WhatsApp chat and from Sour Grapes for sending this my way. Uh, The band's Creeper, and the album is Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void. Uh, I'd never really heard Creeper before, and I probably would have just shrugged them off as mall emo stuff um, without his recommendation. I always just kind of assumed... I've heard the name before, and I assumed they were just like a Hot Topic band, which is fine for people and but I'm a little too old for a lot of that stuff. Maybe not. I am a kid at heart. This is one of those albums I never thought I'd like, but I really love it. I find myself consistently going back to it. I don't know a ton about the band, but from what I've read, it sounds like the band really pivoted on this album, and they ditched sort of an AFI sound and embraced more of an epic-sounding album. It's got shades of Morrissey, David Bowie, Orville Peck, and My Chemical Romance. I love the storyline aspect of it and how well it flows the production's super good. If like an album like The Black Parade is your thing, I think this would be up your alley. I would really give them a chance. It's easily the shocker album of the year for me. I went with the song Be My End, but if you are going to check them out, I really recommend checking the album out front to back because it flows so well and the story aspect of it works really well. Yeah, so I guess this this little section had a theme of, of self-titled albums and Halloween. So check out Bad Nerves, Teenage Halloween, House Ghost, and Creeper. Hope you enjoy the songs. And then hit up the mall for some black hair dye and some eyeliner. And we'll, we'll talk about it on our Friendster accounts after.
here thank you so much for listening thank you so much for all the support for the high fives podcast throughout the years and especially this year i know it was a little bit weird and a little bit odd but i know i really appreciate it i know nate does thank you to nate for being an awesome partner and helping everything sound a lot better if you've noticed in this podcast you will probably notice that our production isn't as high because i'm doing the editing and all that jazz and nate's sitting at home hopefully listening to this at some point um but yeah i couldn't do this without nate so i really appreciate it thank you to everybody in the whatsapp chat uh for being awesome friends for making me laugh feel free to join it uh thank you to everyone that interacts with us on instagram or on facebook or occasionally on twitter um make sure you check out joel from the my age podcast podcast make sure you check out check out simon's sour grapes instagram uh, I know he shifted away from having uh, an actual web page to just the Instagram, but he's got some cool top five lists from different people or top three lists, sorry, from different people. Um, support your local bands. This is going to be a really tough year for um, everyone everywhere. Um, musically, try to support the labels and bands you like and venues you like. And when it comes back, make sure you 
go to shows. I know I'm not the best at that, but I'm going to make a big effort to support all those things I love because art really helped me get through this. And I'm assuming it's helping some of you. There were some great albums this year and some great things, even though this year was a shithole. Um, Again, thank you so much for listening. This is Mike. This is the High Fives Podcast. This is my 40 albums of 2020 that I liked. Um, please check out the webpage. I'm going to have some breakdowns of different albums and different genres and EPs and whatnot. And something that's probably way too intense for some of you, but there'll be playlists and whatnot. And I'm just trying to get the word out for bands that I like and albums I like. And hopefully you check some of them out. Uh, thanks again. Hope you enjoyed it. And let's move on to some more music. You'll be fine should be the subtitle of my year, considering I've had to constantly try and convince myself and those around me that things are going to be fine. And funny enough, Hot Mulligan's album, You'll Be Fine, has been one of the constant soundtracks of my year. It's a perfect blend of Midwest emo revival and pop punk that you've come to expect from them. And it just hits the sweet spot for me. I guess it'd be tough to pick one track, but I think I had to go with Backyard because I love the lyrics. It really hit home with this year. I read an interview with the band where they described the song as our parents would always say it would get better or you'll be fine but then it got harder and it left me the impression that growing up meant things would inherently make more sense. That was wrong. Life is super difficult and the only time we could actually not care about anything and just send it was when we were kids playing in the backyard. And you know what? Fuck. They nailed it because that's so true. Uh one of the things I've noticed growing older is that I thought my parents had it all figured out and I thought adults had it all figured out and I think they were just winging it because that's what I do just play it day by day and I hope that it comes off like I know what I'm doing but basically I'm winging it so anyway this is Backyard Off You'll Be Fine and the band's Hot Mulligan it's always rad when you find out a band you like is putting out a new album and you knew nothing about it this day and age, you sometimes start hearing about new albums a year in advance, and then you get a chunk of singles over the period, and by the time it actually comes out, you're over it. That's happened to me so many times. I'm sure it's happened to you. It's one of the awesome things about digital music, and one of the shitty things about digital music is you just get things so quick, and sometimes bands just finish recording and production, and then they toss a single out, and you're waiting forever for an album, and sometimes you don't get to enjoy the album experience anymore. So when I saw Somerset Thrower release a single and then a new album was coming out via Dead Broke, Rec- Rec- Dead Broke Records within a couple weeks, I was giddy like a kid in a candy store. Um, I'd still been rocking Godspeed on a regular basis, but I could use a new fix and Paint My Memory picked up right where that album left off. Uh, and it's become an instant favorite for me. For me. Uh, the obvious comparisons are Jawbreaker, Knapsack, Sam I Am. But for me, they remind me of a, local, of a local band and a favorite local band of mine called Porter Hall, which is to say they did a good job of nailing that sound. Uh, the song I wanted to pick was Accelerate Now. Uh, the albums paint my memory. The band's Somerset Thrower. Make sure you check them out. And uh, I hope you like that album as much as I do. If you've been listening to the podcast for the last few years, you know one of the bigger errors I've made was not appreciating the band's Spanish love songs. Oh man, was I wrong about them? And everyone has let me know whenever I talk about how much I like them now. The album Brave Faces, everyone, just solidified how wrong I was. If there was an album that was perfect for this fuck reg of a year, it's this album. Lyrically and musically, the band lays all the misery out there, and it somehow makes you feel better, even if they were sing- singing about it being bleak forever. It's almost 
scary how in tune this was for how bad 2020 was going to be. And obviously they wrote it long before 2020. Again, it's one of those albums that I've gone to over and over again throughout the year. And it's, it's been comforting. Um, The song I chose was Self-Destruction as a Sensible Career Choice. The album's Brave Faces Everyone. The band is Spanish Love Songs. I'm not sure what I can say about Phoebe Bridgers that hasn't already been said in most publications, but she deserves all the great things that are being said about her. Punisher is the album that I listened to on those dark days where it seemed like it was all coming crashing down. It was an album I listened to when things looked better and an album I listened to when I just needed to sit back and relax myself. And this is why it's my album of the year. Um, I know I'm breaking my self-imposed rule of sticking to the genre of the podcast, but hey, I went with this masterpiece. It may not be your thing, but damn, is it good. And I can't get enough of Phoebe Bridgers. Um, Everything about her is so cool. Yeah, that's it. Um, Again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for checking it everything out hope you found one of the, an el- an album or a song off this list that you enjoyed let's say goodbye to this crummy year and i know it's going to be crummy for a bit more but hopefully it gets better and by next year we'll be seeing shows and hanging out and high-fiving ah, i don't high-five anyways but we'll be at least seeing each other and celebrating and hey at least we got some good music out of 2020 and I discovered who Jackie Daytona was. And if you know who that is, you're simply irresistible. Stay cool and be excellent to each other. Stay safe. Love you all. Mike. Ah, in the backyard where the grass and spider webs grow up next to us. Hey, what's your interest? Tell me how you plan to give up on all of them. Hey, but we live. Could have stayed for
much do I say? What's your interest? Tell me how you plan to give up on all of them.
Before 